This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As our resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven-roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. I'm obsessed with my air fryer and I'm not a gadget person. I think I got mine maybe three, like now, like four years ago. Like so early in the, when air fryers were starting to just come onto the market in, in like a bigger way. And I just, it's like the one small appliance I think I could not live without. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You? A podcast about feeding kids. Hey, y'all, we are going to reheat an episode from our archives. Next week, we're talking all about air fryers again. In 2020, we aired an episode called Do You Really Need an Air Fryer? with our friend Jess Stang of CookSmarts. You can listen to that episode in full right here. Jess Stang is the founder of CookSmarts, an online meal planning service voted number one on Lifehacker. She started CookSmarts in 2012, which is when I was first introduced to her work, to help families live healthier lives, feel empowered and inspired in the kitchen, and lighten the mental load of meal planning, which you know we all need. Prior to starting CookSmarts, Jess was a contestant on a Food Network cooking show and taught in-home cooking lessons around the Bay Area. She is a mother of three, including an 18-month-old, and host of In the Kitchen with CookSmarts podcast. Jess, this is like a really hard question to answer, I think. But our listeners have asked again and again, and they really want a definitive answer. Does every home cook need an air fryer? I really think so. I'm obsessed with my air fryer, and I'm not a gadget person. I think I got mine maybe three, like, like now, like four years ago, like so early in the when air fryers were starting to just come onto the market in, in like a bigger way. And I just it's like the one small appliance I think I could not live without. OK, even over an Instant Pot. Do you own an Instant Pot? And I how do, do you feel about I, that. I also love my Instant Pot, but I use my air fryer probably at least once a day, if not like two or three times a day. And I use my Instant Pot probably like two or three times a week. Okay, you've got you have me beat then because I think I use my air fryer three or four times a week and the way that I use it and the way I love it makes me agree with you that every home cook really does need an air fryer. But I'm so curious, how do you use the air fryer? Like if you're using it sometimes two or three times a day, what are you putting in it? 
How are you using it? Okay, so I do not have a toaster oven. Like we use it for everything from making sandwich melts because we don't have a toaster oven um, to like roasting vegetables. And we pretty much roast vegetables probably like every day just because that's an easy way for our kids to like just eat vegetables because they come out really crispy. And I often just do them straight from like a bag of frozen vegetables. And that yes. just is like the best like busy mom shortcut. I think it's like... Uh, you don't have, you've got like, you know, it's like 5.30, you have, you're not sure what you're going to make for dinner, but you're like, I need to make sure there's some vegetables. So like we will throw a bag of frozen cauliflower in the, in the air fryer or a bag of baby carrots. And then they're like done in like 20 to 25 minutes. And during that time, I can like be prepping everything else. Yes. I love a bag of frozen vegetables in the air fryer. I actually wrote a whole ode for the kitchen about like why I think the air fryer is completely transformative for vegetables. Yes. And this, I'm so glad you brought up the toaster oven because I think that's like a question that also comes up is like, well, my oven has convection or I have a toaster oven. Like, do I really still need an air fryer? And I have both, although we don't pull our toaster oven out. It like lives in the garage and I only use it for recipe testing because I don't find that either the convection on my oven or the convection on my toaster oven is as efficient as it is in the air fryer. I I find the same thing. So like I have clearly have an oven. We have a, you know, a kitchen, regular kitchen with an oven. But for me, it's the preheating time that I really save. Um, And I get, you know, so like instead of waiting for the oven to preheat, takes like 15, you know, 15 minutes to get to. 400 degrees, I just pop everything right into the air fryer and it doesn't have to preheat. And I do find that you're right. Like the, whatever is going on with like the air fryer technology, like it does circulate the air better. And I think just because it's in an enclosed, like a much smaller enclosed space, you do get that browning that sometimes takes a little bit longer to achieve in the oven. Yes. It's like a browning slash caramelization plus because of the convection which is like what an air fryer is right like it is a small oven that also has a relatively large for its size fan and so it's taking the heat and it's really throwing it around the food in an even sort of cycle and that allows like everything to brown evenly on all sides. So like, you know, if you cube sweet potatoes and you throw them in your 400 degree oven, you still have to at some point through the cooking, turn them so that you don't end up with like one really brown side and then pale other sides. With the air fryer, that like turning doesn't have to happen because the air is just cycling around it. Yeah, exactly. And I also find that things don't dry out as much in the air fryer, especially meats, I guess. So like, so when I do, like, I'm not a big chicken breast person, but I will have, like, I will do some meal prep and just put two marinated chicken breasts or, you know, however many of them fit in the air fryer. And I find that it comes out like, it doesn't have that like kind of dry, like chewiness that sometimes happens in the larger oven. Just because it's like when you look, when you look at like just like two or three chicken breasts in a large oven, it just seems kind of silly. Yeah, it's not very efficient at all. It's not efficient. I do think that because there's just more space, like there's more maybe like room for evaporation of all all the liquids, all the juices inside. Whereas I don't find that with with the air fryer at all. And so that's something that I'll do on the weekends is just use it as a big meal prepping tool. Um, like I'm not, uh, like a, you know, your fitness meal, meal prepper where you, you, I'm making like 20 meal, 20 of the same meals to eat throughout the week, but we will get a couple of ingredients ready, you know, just so that we can throw them into salads or wraps or sandwiches or whatever. And I find that it's really great to use the air fryer. Cause I don't have to like wash, you know, I don't, I'm not like washing it 
every like between ingredients, you can just like reuse the basket as is, or at least unless it's like too oily, you kind of just need to pour things out. Um, and I just love that. I don't have to mess with like a sheet pan or go with the oven and turn, you know, turn the chicken yeah. breast or any, it's, it's ro- just like, a huge roasting pan that doesn't even fit in your sink. Any exactly. Of those things. Yes. I feel like this is a good time to mention that you do run a, an online meal planning service, Cook Smarts. And so, talking you're like an expert in meal planning and making weeknight dinners easier so that's like how you're approaching the air fryer and i love how you say like shared about you know you use it for meal prep but you're not doing like a crazy amount of meal prep you're just able to make extra in your air fryer but you're also using it for quick weeknight cooking too Yes, definitely. For me, a lot of it is really just more of a components of a meal, you know? So again, the like roasted vegetables. Um, One thing that I really love doing there is zoodles. I think people just like don't like, that's like something that's like, oh, I've never thought to do zoodles in an air fryer. But I literally have never thought to do that. What, what happens? What, what can I expect? Well, so like when you do zoodles, you typically do them in a pan. Like that's what most people do. Right. And they kind of soggy. Yeah. 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 So that's my thing. I was like, well, like, zoodles are great. Like I love the concept, but every time I make them, even if I like salt the zucchini before and get some of the liquid, you know, out, it still ends up in like a bit of a soggy mess in the saute pan. And so I find with the air fryer, because again, like it's like more of an more oven, like it things, there is some liquid, that liquid, like more, it's either evaporating or it's dripping out of the basket into, yes. you know, the, the, whatever, like little, the shelf or whatever it's called, the, the drawer that you don't end up with soggy noodles. And so I do find that it's much, it's like a much better way to make zoodles than like when you, than sauteing it. So when I think of air fried zoodles, I think they're going to be like kind of crispy, like a, almost like a fritter texture. Is that what happens? Or it's more just like they're crisp, like an al dente spaghetti. Exactly. More of the latter, the al dente. So I just don't cook it long enough that it could get crisp, right? So I'm yeah. not drawing out all the moisture that it's starting to brown and, and caramelize. I'm just getting it so that like the zoodles are slightly, you know, the, the zucchini is are slight, it's slightly cooked. Um, but, you know, it's no, it's no longer raw, but it's not like <laughs> overcooked. Um, that sometimes happens with a saute pan or so dried out that you end up with like kind of a crispy, crispy like fry or something instead. Yes. Which actually probably would be good too. <laughs> I know. I'm, my wheels are turning where I'm like, oh, maybe we need to do more veggie fritters in the air fryer because we do love the roasted vegetables from an mm-hmm. air fryer. We love cooking proteins in it, whether it's like, honest to goodness, sometimes frozen nuggets in the air oh, fryer. yeah, totally. But also sometimes like you're talking about like crispy chicken thighs are really easy and great to do in the air fryer. But yeah, I hadn't thought about veggie fritters yet. And so I feel like a whole new world has opened up for me, especially for summertime. Like, right. The other great Mm -hmm. thing about an air fryer, like you said, about not having to preheat it is that it's also not heating up your kitchen, which is great for summer. Yeah, exactly. I have a tiny kitchen and we also live in a warmer climate during the summer. So like anything, we grill outside a lot, but also sometimes you just know you like, you don't have the the energy to like take everything out to the grill for a weeknight dinner. So an air fryer is just an excellent 
an alternative. Yeah, exactly. And for me, because it's kind of, it's not it, like, it's a bit of like a set it and forget it. You do need like shake the baskets, like, you know, maybe like yes. once through cooking, but it's, you know, it's not completely, you know, not, you can just leave it alone, but it, you can be doing other things. So for me, I have still have, I have a 13 month old and she's, you know, doing a lot of finger foods. And so for our meal prep, a lot of the stuff for meal prep is really for her. So we'll do things like yeah. tofu. You know, I think tofu is a really great thing to do in the air fryer because a lot of people, when they cook tofu, their biggest issue challenge with it is it sticks to whatever they're, right. they're, you, know, they're the, you know, whatever pan they're using, even if it's a really good nonstick pan. And you just don't have that problem in the same way with the air fryer. So we'll just cut it up, toss it in some soy sauce and oil or, you know, sprinkle some salt and pepper or whatever spices you want to be using. So if you want to use... If you're making like tofu tacos in the week, you know that you might want to spice it with some like Latin spices with coriander, cumin or chili powder and then just throw it in the air fryer. And then like we just have that like to go to throughout the week that I can feed her, you know, on her her, on her little baby tray, um, these little things. So, yeah, that just makes it's just I love it so much, clearly, (laughs) as you can tell. Okay, so. If our listeners need to buy an air fryer, do you have a favorite model brand or what would you suggest people look for if they're shopping for an air fryer? I think I would really look for size. It's like, because that to me is the limiting factor, right? Because you know, I've gone through all these air fryer cookbooks and they're all like, you, you know, do it in like so many batches because it's like a lot of the stuff, if you are doing something that has like a breading for it, you can't really like pile that stuff. Yeah. up, right? So you do need to do it in batches. So for me, like I have a family of five. Um, and so for us, like we, the reason we got, we, we, we've, I've had two air fryers and the reason I got the second one, both have been the Philips uh, models. But the reason we moved to the second one was just because our, we had, we had outgrown our, our previous yeah. one where, cause I was like, I'm no longer cooking for just like two adults, like these other two kids. And then now this third, the baby like eat a lot. <laughs> and so we just had to get a, a larger one. And I do think like, if you are limited clearly in counter space or kitchen space, like there are now these, like the multifunction ones, a lot of the um, cook smarts members have gotten the ninja foodie. And I think oh, I've yeah. been pretty happy with it. Um, the only thing I think in terms of, you know, there's now these like you see like these uh, like basically large toaster ovens that also market themselves as having air fryer technology. Yes. And I have not heard great things about those. And I think it's just because at the end of the day, you are still probably getting a toaster oven, you know, versus um, an air fryer. So I think that's the only thing. But again, like this is not from my own experience, just talking to other folks anecdotally. I would say because I have both the Philips, um, which I feel like is kind of like the standard Mm -hmm. air fryer and is like in the $100, $120 price point. I will say I've also tested the Instant Pot air fryer, which they now, even since I've tested it, Instant Pot has put out like now they have an air fryer lid for your Instant Pot, which is a little like that, like Ninja Foodie, where it's like Mm -hmm. it does have pressure cooking capabilities. It has air frying capabilities. But the Instant Pot, the one that the Instant, I think it's called the Omni. It's like it's a smaller than my toaster oven, but much bigger than a toaster. And it has much more capacity than my Philips does. But it still has like some limitations as well like most air fryer recipes will instruct you like halfway through you want to take out the basket and sort of shake it so that everything cooks evenly and with the instant pot air fryer it actually like 
tells you when you're halfway through your cooking time that you set so that you can swap the trays rather than baskets that it has. So I've been really happy with it, but just like any appliance, whether it's like you're trying to learn how to cook in an Instant Pot or a slow cooker, you have to be aware of like its limitations and where it might have some, I don't know, source, source spots is not the word I want to use, but like where it might, you, you might have to troubleshoot some things and move things around. But I would recommend that for people who have like a very large family and they want something to sit on the countertop because it also has like a rotisserie basket that comes or rotisserie function in it. And it comes with a rotisserie setup. It has a basket, which is really fun because you can like put Brussels sprouts in it and then they get super crispy because they're rotating around and it truly is like set it and forget it. But the Phillips one is pretty great. And you can, if you have a family of three or a family of four, you can do like a smaller whole chicken in it. Mm -hmm. So it's still like a relatively great size for what it is. Do you find that the browning is as good in the Instant Pot one as the Phillips one? It's very... I don't want to say it's inconsistent because as soon as you test one thing in it, you're like, okay, that's where it's hot. It's like in the back of it near the heating elements, it's hot. So you do like when I swap the trays for their like top and bottom, I also often like move things around so they get more even. But that I noticed that the most on things like um, pocket pies or empanadas more so than like when I'm roasting veggies, you know, where I'm looking for beautiful, even browning versus like if it's a little bit inconsistent, it's not a deal breaker. Got it. Yeah, I am curious because there are just now so many more than when I bought mine. Um, but I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with mine. The, the Philips, the new one I got is like the XXL because it's yes. the biggest one they have. And I do miss my smaller one. It was a better design. Like I find that the it, they, they, they work beautifully as air fryers, as like, you know, brown and all of that, but it is like the design is just slightly off that it's just not as convenient. Yes. But we get a much bigger size, which we need now because it's like, I need to put in like now two bags of cauliflower, (laughs) two bags of frozen (laughs) cauliflower to feed everybody because it does shrink a lot. So that's what's deceiving. You know, it's like you start off like a, you put like two bags of frozen cauliflower really does fill up the the air fryer. And then by the time it's all brown, like so much of that moisture has has evaporated and it's like, oh yeah, I'm not like left with like two cups (laughs) of whatever it is. It's a little like that internet meme about um, spinach where it's like you use a whole bag and it ended up being like a tablespoon of spinach once it cooks down. Yes. Yes. Because the veggies get so much smaller as they cook. Yeah. But what, so one thing, one thing I would do want to mention about the air fryer, you know, getting an air fryer is it's not like, you know, some people are like, oh, like I, it's, it's not like a substitute for a deep fryer. So there are some no. foods that are like really like should be deep fried, like fried chicken, falafel, those things. Like if you want that, like really that crispy, juicy, like crisp skin, I feel like you should be deep frying those things. So like, I just want to make sure that folks know that they're not going to get like the same deep fried fried chicken out of an air fryer than they would if they like went and had it, you know, had it gotten a deep fried. Yes. We should talk practically about recipes because you mentioning fried fried foods is a really a good segue into that because you'll notice that recipes for air fried things ask you to use still like a tablespoon of oil or a teaspoon of oil and like toss your veggies in that first or brush your chicken with it first because 
unlike a deep fryer, which really like enrobes all of the food and oil, it's really just pushing the air around. And in order to make sure that things like cook evenly and that they don't stick at all, although most not like most air fryers have either nonstick trays or nonstick basket, you really do need like a small amount of oil. So an air fryer is not great for someone who like can't have any oil or doesn't want any oil or any fat in their diet, right? Yeah, I do say you do need a little bit of oil. And I, I, I'm i someone like we're, we just, we're, we're not trying to like be super like oil free or anything in our house. Yes. So we just like, you know, I just throw in however much I think will, is needed to coat the vegetables or the chicken or whatever. So yeah, we definitely still use that um, to ensure like better circulation and also like this better browning of everything. I will say I noticed that I use less oil for air frying vegetables than I would if I was oven roasting them. Yeah, probably. And what I do actually is I I typically don't add oil until like halfway through. That's kind of my oh. trick. So like with especially with if I'm doing frozen, right? It seems yeah. silly oh, to me. It would be kind of like it would kind of like steam off yes. into the basket. That exactly. makes so much sense, actually. Yeah. So at that point, like they've sh- like you know frozen. I keep going back to cauliflower because that is like our go-to, uh, but it's like shrunken a little bit, so there's like just less surface area, and so like we you would actually need less oil if you waited a little bit um, than if you started from the beginning. But I now I just do that with everything I find. So even with like yeah. sweet potatoes, it's just like, I'm like, oh, I'll just wait like till halfway through. And then I put the oil, salt and pepper in. One of my favorite frozen veggies to throw in the air fryer is edamame, like whole in pod edamame. I don't know why it's so much better than like steaming it in the microwave or putting it in the oven. But it really does like it changes the whole texture of the outside and the sweetness of the beans inside, too. I've never tried that one. I will I will have to do that. <laughs> um, I feel surprised that you've never tried that considering no. like you love a frozen veggie. That's also just one of my kids like favorite quick snacks or sometimes like we'll put that in front of them when dinner is taking longer than we expect it to. And they're like really hungry. I feel like it's hard to top the zucchini noodles in the air fryer. But what is one thing that's been like an unexpected, delightful discovery in cooking in the air fryer for you? Um, so I think me like chickpeas. Yes. <laughs> yes. I really like, cause you know, like now you see all these like bags of like chickpeas, you know, like snack, yes. chick- snack chickpeas that are pretty expensive. Like, you know, you want to be four and $6 and I'm like, huh, that's like, they're just chickpeas. Like chickpeas are really cheap. Right. And a can of chickpeas is like less than a dollar. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yes. And then if you like make make your own chickpeas dried like in the Instant Pot, then it's much cheaper than that. Then it's even that. cheaper. Yes. Yes. So we just do, yeah, we'll do, we'll go from one gadget to the other. We'll do our Instant Pot <laughs> chickpeas and then some of them will go in the air fryer and then they're just like really easy snacks. And again, like for our kids, sometimes it's really hard to think about snacks for kids that are pretty portable but you are not like processed foods, which is, you know, like every once, of course, like we do all that, but it's just nice to have something that like feels like a whole food, but is still like very easily put into a baggie. And then you can like, yeah, take, also take. not super messy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. And so like, you, and that, and that's a really great vehicle for like, having, like trying out new flavors. So we'll, you know, we'll switch up the spices and that just helps them like, you know, try some curry powder chickpeas or, or some like chili powder chickpeas or, you know, so it's been a great way to just get a good snack and also try new flavors. One other thing, and this is totally like, you think it's for my kids, but it's really for me. Um, But it's making like a personal pizza. (laughs) 
So we always have naan at our house. We got this like the Stonefire brand of naan that's just like perfect. I love it. It's like super soft. So I just put that with like a spoonful of like marinara sauce, like just like store-bought marinara sauce and mozzarella cheese. And I was like, I'd like to say like, this is a good snack for kids, but it's really a good snack for me. Like I love, <laughs> it's just like a small little handheld pizza that like I will have at like three o'clock and, you know, I put in the air fryer and it feels like like a really good pizza that you bought at like a restaurant. Um, yes. So. And I would never heat my oven up to do that for no. myself. But like having the air fryer to just toss it in and not have to wait for it to preheat would motivate me to try that. Twenty twenty four is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinner time overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You, and that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter ButcherBox, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At ButcherBox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of one hundred percent grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork raised crate free, and wild caught seafood to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinnertime overwhelm be gone. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to HomeThreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. HomeThreads, love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, Build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. 
Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. I'm also super curious. You mentioned at the the top of the interview that you like to do sandwiches in there. So what are some sandwiches that you do? Like, is it just grilled cheese? Are you making other worm sandwiches in the air fryer? Yeah, mostly it's cheese because we're trying to melt cheese right in the air fryer. (laughs) Um, Yeah, a lot of times it's just like open face melts. So we'll make like a, you know avocado, like avocado, some like tomatoes, and then put some, like sprinkle some cheese over there and just put in the air fryer or like a tuna melt. It's really easy to do chicken, like, you know, chicken salad melts. So yeah, any, any sort of open face melts we do in the air fryer very frequently. It's just why like we end up using it like every day, multiple times. Yes. Both Cece and I, like we would just say it's toast, right? Like if it's open face, sure. which is just a funny, like, I think that's like an internet culture thing because it's everyone loves. To me, yes. it's like toast. To me, it's like something that like it's like lower, but it's like we. I, I like to really build something up, and then I'm like, oh, then it's a melt. That's yes. Why. No, I'm saying we 100% do it. Like where we're piling like broccoli and white beans, and we're putting like garlic and making this like basically a salad, and then piling it on top of bread, maybe with a bed of hummus or a flavored mayo, and putting cheese on it. But we're just like calling it toast. Or sometimes in our family, we call it like fancy toast. But it is 100% an open face sandwich. It is not in any uh, like just because we call it toast doesn't actually make it toast. Oh, yeah. I guess toast has been like the new trend. And I never really thought like, yeah, toast is just open face sandwich. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that's true. And you can also do like a like a sweet one, too. Like we really I like doing bananas in the air fryer as like an ice cream topping. But you could do like a banana toast and drizzle like Nutella on it really like you know so you get that like bananas caramelized yeah and it's just yeah it's super super easy to do one of my favorite discoveries has been that you can use the air fryer to bake cookies so you can do either like three or four cookies fit really well depending Mm -hmm. on the size of your air fryer specifically like the Phillips ones where it has a basket But I also discovered this summer, and I think it's from the blog, Our Best Bites. These, they have a bunch of recipes for one big giant cookie, and then you cut it after it comes out. (gasps) And they're awesome in the air fryer because it's like perfectly the size of the basket with just a little air space around it. Oh, so then would, so the last time, the first time I baked cookies, I like did not think, and I just put the dough like directly onto the basket and it like half of it came like, what like just like fell through. So in this cookie, do you like, do you lay down a piece of foil? Yeah. A piece of foil or a piece of parchment paper. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Because I was like, I halfway through, I looked at the basket. I was like, oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, like, why did I, like, like I, I, I I do a lot of cooking. Why didn't I not think this through? I have to tell you. Right when I got my first air fryer, I was chatting with the social media manager at Kitchen and I was like, I wonder if you could like pop popcorn in, in the air fryer. Like, um, oh. don't do it. <laughs> oh. I can imagine like the fan like whips everything up. I don't know. I don't like know what happened? I, I thought it would be like um, an air popper for some yeah. reason because it's like just pushing hot air around. But in most air fryers, the fan is like, 
up above yes. the the basket. And so what would happen is the air would blow the kernels of corn up into the fan. And it was the worst, most painful noise ever. Like of them, the kernels just, just getting like stuck, yeah. dinging around, whirring around and like hitting the fan as it was moving. Um, but I, I just like, I had this curiosity gap. I was like, I wonder if I could do this and I have to try, but don't like, please everyone else learn from my mistake and do not try to pop popcorn. Well, now, now, you know, that's, that's a good tip. So something that is shaped like popcorn that I do in the air fryer are pine nuts, like just toasting pine nuts for pesto. That's like an easy thing versus like, I'm like, I'm too lazy to even get out a pan and heat up the stove. I'll just dump it in the air fryer. You can do that with lots of nuts and also like some, I've done sesame seeds, although again, you have to do like a little bit of a liner, obviously to catch them because most of the air fryer trays are perforated. Do you have any other, like you mentioned doing chicken. What are some other things that you like to use the air fryer for as far as meal prep? So, oh, so I do a lot of proteins like chopped up. So I mentioned like the chicken breast earlier, but we also just do again, like for finger foods, like a lot of chopped up stuff. Cause that's like then easy to go into like a wrap or a salad. Yeah. Um, so like our tacos. So we'll do like chopped up salmon in there. Cause it's hard to fit like like especially for a family of five, like there's no way we can fit it as fillets. But if I chop up the salmon, then I can just throw it in and then we'll use those for tacos or salads or something. And that's good good use of that space. In terms of proteins, also like we'll do bacon in there. Yes. I want to talk about that because air fryer bacon is so super crispy and delicious. Yes, it is. Yeah. So like if I'm you know, I actually do like doing it like chopped up. I don't know if you do it like us whole strips, but I'll just chop it up and then we can use those for like a bunch of different meals throughout the week. Yes. Like chopping it in half. Chop it up. Oh, I chop it up like um, in like smaller, probably, like half inch pieces. Like, oh, maybe. yeah. So then like I'll sprinkle them onto an omelet or you can use them in a quiche or put also, them into those. Like- probably cook faster they cook yeah it cooks really fast and then yeah you can use it like soup topping salad topping so that's like another nice like meal prep thing to have like just handy because like frying like a couple strips of bacon just feels like it's never worth it because like the pan is like gets all like oily and everything but like we'll just put a bunch of strips chop it up and then you can throw like a lot in the air fryer that's so smart i also love doing like whole sweet potatoes or whole baked potatoes for meal prep in my air fryer I haven't, we don't, we, I think we're just like, we never do sweet potatoes enough. Like we, I often will do that in the instant pot just to steam them. And like, then I'll use those like in like a veggie burger base or something. Um, but yeah, I haven't really done like whole sweet potatoes in there. I should try that. You should. I find that it sort of like concentrates the sweetness of the sweet potatoes. So they're even more flavorful and specifically like just a regular baked potato. It takes about the same amount of time to roast, uh, a whole potato in the air fryer, but the skin is significantly more crisp and the inside's mm. like a little bit more fluffy. It's sort of like you were saying how the the convection actually sort of keeps a lot of the moisture in whatever you're cooking. So you yeah. don't end up with like dried out baked potatoes. So it's one That's of my good. favorite. And then, uh, then those like super crispy baked potatoes also reheat really well if I'm making them for meal prep. I find that their skin stays crispy and reheating. Oh yeah, I can imagine that. One the one vegetable that like I've never that I've not gone to work in the air fryer is our beets. Oh, really? Yes. Like have how you gone them to you, work? I actually don't think I've tried beets in the air fryer. How have you tried them? 
So I just, maybe, yeah, I just put them in whole uh, and I did, I wrapped them up. So I kind of like put like three beets in like foil and sort of wrap them up and then put a little bit of water in there even just so they would steam a little bit inside. But they didn't come out, they came out kind of dry compared to the way I usually just do them in the oven where, you know, just put them in some water in a container, you know, in a tray yeah. and wrap in foil. That's really interesting. I would assume that like, because that's a pretty standard cooking method for beets, right? Like whole beets, you wrap them. Although usually I do like a little bit of oil, not a little bit of water. But it seems odd that that wouldn't help just like steam them. Yeah. I'm going to try again. Although it was one of those things where it's like, well, my oven method works fine. And it's like when you're you're doing beets, you know, you're kind of in it for the long haul. (laughs) It's not a quick (laughs) thing. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm so happy to have you come on. Of course, I'm happy that you agree with me that like an air fryer is a great tool for busy home cooks. Totally. But you should tell everyone really quickly about CookSmarts and where they can find you. Sure. So you can find more about CookSmarts at CookSmarts.com. And we are a meal plan service. So every week we send our members a menu that really kind of is optimized for food waste. So we're really helping people think through like, if you're going to be using cilantro in one meal, we'll make sure you use it up in like another meal. And then we have diet versions for each of the meals. So you can have, you can do it the gluten-free, paleo or vegetarian version. And so that really helps for like families that have a lot of a mixed diet blended families, which we see more and more of where like mom might be paleo and like, you know, son is vegetarian or something. And so it just really helps that you can kind of see different versions of the meal and not have to like think through like, how am I going to make two separate meals for everybody? Yes. It's such a great service. And you do, CookSmarts also offers a free trial. If anyone's curious and you want to try it out, you can visit cooksmarts.com. Yes, of course. So yeah, come on over and give us a try. You know, we generate a grocery list for you and it just makes the whole week so much easier to not have to think through like, what am I going to make for dinner? We all need that. Thank you again so much. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, Megan. So now the big question, because it's all about Stacy. <laughs> Do I need an air fryer? Uh, yeah. I think I, I do. I feel like you really do. Maybe that's why I'm sending you for your birthday this month. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so convinced. Okay. Yeah. No, I like that. I just caught that. I want that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love gifts. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm shameless. Okay. So listen, here's the thing that really is interesting about this. I love the part where Jessica's talking about how she's just using her air fryer multiple times a day and how literally just throwing like frozen vegetables you know, into the air fryer is like a big thing for her and saves her. Now, you might be thinking, well, part of that is that she's an 18-month-old and baby-led weaning. I have a 10-year-old and I have a 13-year-old. And in quarantine, I've gotten up close and personal with their eating habits in a way that I haven't been since they were very young and just like home all day, all the time. And let me tell you something. They're not really (laughs) my favorite. (laughs) And I've resorted to some techniques I used to use when they were really little to just encourage, gently encourage eating more fruits and vegetables and like taking in a more balanced diet. So I posted this on Instagram recently. Some days in the morning, especially if I'm going to be like, I have to hole up and work for a while, I'll put a big platter with like grapes, Asian pear, like sliced pepper, just out so that they can keep return to it. Because if it's out and there and prepared, they'll eat it. 
And I know they would love fried vegetables. Like that could be easy to just like put out on the counter or just have going like as a snack before dinner's ready. It would seriously be a lifesaver. Yes. And also like just mentioned, it is a great little tool for meal prepping and like making proteins. Like you could take a bag of frozen shrimp and throw it in there. And then you'd have, could have cold shrimp for snacks and salads and wraps throughout the whole week. Yes. So it's not just like a snack tool, but also a meal prep tool. And especially like this summer when it's so hot, I know that I'm going to be using my air fryer even more than I use it during the rest of the year because I don't have to heat up my whole oven to even cook chicken nuggets for my kids from the freezer. Yes. (laughs) But you know what? That's what I've always used to say about the slow cooker and the instant pot that people old school thinking about it is that it's for stews and the kinds of foods that are associated with cold weather. But actually, it's a summer lifesaver. Yes. And just like the air fryer is not like a replacement for deep fried food, you don't you're not cooking. I'm not cooking deep fried foods out of the air fryer every day. I'm cooking like more vegetables and more lean proteins and chickpeas as a snack for my kids like it's definitely a new way of thinking about what air what fried really means and for the air fryer it just means like beautifully roasted toasted and delicious oh yum i think that's the perfect note to end on i gotta go i'm gonna go order mine i don't know if i can wait for you to order (laughs) it for my birthday you only have like two (laughs) weeks until your birthday please please um as an additional treat in this reheated episode, we reached out to Jess Dang of CookSmarts to ask her if she still uses the, her air fryer the same way that she did three years ago. And here's what she had to say. It has been three years since I was on Didn't I Just Feed You to talk about my love for my air fryers. And it has not changed in these last three years. My kids are a little bit older. They're right now three, five, and seven, but it's still so busy. And I feel like I'm still constantly cooking and thinking about the next meal. So I am not above, you know, having lots of frozen shortcuts on hand. We've got fish sticks, tater tots, French fries, um, chicken nuggets. And those are so easy just to like throw in the air fryer for like a Saturday lunch or something when we don't really have anything planned and I don't want to go out and, you know, pay to go out. So we just throw it in and it comes out feeling like you just had something fried and it's so easy. We also, I just also love doing um, roasted vegetables in the air fryer still. That's often how we, you know, throw together a side dish. And one of my favorite tricks really is still like baby carrots, a bag of baby carrots, toss in some oil, salt and pepper, toss it in the air fryer, literally zero, zero, zero prep. And then you can walk away and do whatever other dinner prep you have planned for that night. And you've, you know, got this like great roasted veggie dish without having to heat up the oven, without having to get out sheet pans, without having to like, you know, take something, take the sheet pan out to stir it or rotate it. It's just so convenient. Um, And then I often, you know, I will blanch like a big bucket, like literally a bucket of broccoli at the beginning of the week. And we just use it for various things. But then you have cooked broccoli and then to crisp it up in the air fryer takes no time. And so you kind of get, still get that texture and it cooks really quickly because the broccoli mainly is cooked. You're just basically tossing in some oil, salt, pepper, some garlic powder, and then it crisps it up and you really kind of get like, you know, restaurant quality roasted roasted broccoli in no time at all. And then we try to always, you know, do a lot of, you know, plant-based proteins as well. And so throw in, you know, two cans of chickpeas or chop up some tofu. That's like really my favorite way to, to do tofu because tofu can be really finicky unless you have a really good nonstick wok or nonstick saute pan, you know, it can really stick. And so if you do it in the air fryer, 
and you're using a firm tofu, it comes out so nice and crispy. And so we'll do that with, you know, chickpeas and tofu and, you know, as a main protein for dinner or just to like kind of have as meal prep. So we can use it throughout the week to throw into a school lunch or a snack or, you know, just whatever it is. But it's always nice to have that on hand. And, I, you know, I have one of the things I've really fallen in love with as you know, I've just tried to maximize time is really about like the set it and forget it type of cooking method. So the air fryer definitely is one for me where I can just throw things in, set the timer, and then I can walk away and like go, you know, take a shower or go for a workout. And I, so yeah, my love for the air fryer has not changed at all. So if you have not gotten one, I really, really highly encourage you to get one. There's, it's really a versatile, it's, it, you people think it's like a single use item, but I think of it as a really versatile kitchen tool. Don't forget to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You so you don't miss an episode. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review or tell your friends about us too. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I am Stacy, And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed until next week.